Liz Sumner, and this is I Always Wanted To, the podcast that asks, what are you doing or creating or trying now that you have the time? That someday you've been waiting for is here. My guest today is theater artist and aspiring bluegrass musician, Carrie Kidd. I originally met Carrie through the theater community in Keene, New Hampshire, and I follow her on Facebook. A recent post of hers caught my eye. She wrote, I'm taking this extra time to work on my viola playing. Since my whole premise is how to make good use of this unplanned for free time, I had to find out more. So welcome, Carrie. Hello, and hello to all your listeners. So my first question is, how long have you been playing? How, and how long since the last time you were practicing regularly? Okay, I've been playing for three months now. Oh, wow. And <laughs> I practiced two days ago. So this is brand new. I thought that it was something that you, had, you used to do, but have now re- picked up again. But no, it's oh, brand well, new? I did when I was a child in first and second grade, I played violin. And then because children are so, you know, susceptible to criticism, I dropped it. At least mm-hmm. that's how I remember it. There could mm-hmm. have been a number of reasons. And I always wanted to pick it up again, but it takes an awful lot of time. Mm-hmm. So um, now that there is time and mm-hmm. now that I'm looking at retirement, I thought, oh, why not? Do you just happen to have a viola sitting around? No, I go to New England Acoustic Strings. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are a wonderful group. Uh, They're very inexpensive. They provide great services and they lease equipment uh, for very low cost. I will put uh, a link to them in the show notes. Excellent. You started to say a little bit about it, but um, tell me a little bit more about what was on your mind when you picked it up again and when you posted about it? Well, I guess that goes back to my reason for wanting to do it as a, you know, a slightly older adult. I always enjoyed um, being around musicians and have always enjoyed music, but never really thought that I had any particular talent, which turned out to be true. (laughs) But, (laughs) But being an adult, you're so far less, uh, you know, sensitive to Mm -hmm. critique, and you really don't care what people think. And I was prompted also by the fact that my sister has taken up banjo. Mm -hmm. So uh, she's looking at learning bluegrassy kind of banjo music. And I've enjoyed listening to her play. And I thought, oh, why don't I look into what would be the appropriate instrument to accompany her on the banjo? Mm-hmm. so that we could go down into her basement when I visited and have little sister jam sessions. <laughs> I love it. So she started, she's also a beginner or how how long has she so been playing? She's been doing it now for a couple of years and mm-hmm. she's becoming quite good. Um, and she has a little bit more talent in the music department apparently than I do, but it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. So when we were discussing you coming on, you, you told me that you think this could be a really creative time for people. Tell me a little bit more about uh, your thoughts about that. Oh, absolutely. Well, having been in the arts for my entire life, I know what 
you get back so much more than what you put into it. Uh, and as we get older, I think our tendency is to think, oh, well, I've been there, done that, and don't really have that much to learn. And that's just not true. We continue to learn, and as long as we use our minds, we can press into just about any category that we care to, I think. Mm -hmm. I, I, I completely agree. What, but I, I've, never, I've never played an instrument. I, I sing, but uh, uh, beginning an instrument is really hard. Oh, it sure is. And I am so jealous of you that you can sing. I can't, <laughs> I can't sing. I'm one of those people who truly can't sing. I hear the note in my head, but it just never has come out the same when I produce sound. I have never been able to get past that, that beginner stage in any instrument. I, I simply can't do it. But I, I sort of interrupted you when you were talking about the creative time. So continue on your thoughts about, about that. I think using, uh, we're just blessed in this country mm -hmm. because we do have the time and using, you know, scaling back in work and using your retirement time in a creative way, um, I think is very important, no matter what people choose. Oftentimes through the course of our lives, people are distracted by everyday living and it really doesn't provide enough time to explore all of these different things that we can become involved in. And I think the world is your oyster as we approach retirement. It, it's a matter of, you know, taking advantage of the fact that we aren't sensitive to critique and just leaping in. Mm -hmm. And the excitement is more important than the actual doing of the thing initially. And I think that accepting the fact that perhaps you really can't hold the viola in the proper way because you don't have strong enough hands. I have very weak hands. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to hold that instrument in the way that you're supposed to in order to be more adroit mm -hmm. with your finger uh, with your fingering um so yeah i think just jumping in is so important i truly agree um and i i know that there are some things that i am less sensitive to now that i'm older uh, but I, I there are certain things that i just wouldn't be caught dead doing. I mean, that, that <laughs> I'm really afraid, and it's hard to get past the fear of embarrassment. And here I am. I'm the pot calling the kettle black <laughs> because I'm not going to play. Um, not, and it really is because I don't want to embarrass myself having only played for three months. But I will make this uh, promise to you that if we do this, Again, in nine months' time after I've been playing for a year, I will give you a performance. I, I will hold you to that. And I will, okay. uh, when, you, when you and your sister have a recording that you're willing to have, be, even a beginner's performance that you're willing to have shared, I will post it and connect it to, to the, the original recording of this podcast. Because I want to see- That's a great idea. This series that I'm doing now with uh, about how we're using this unplanned time, I'm talking to, to people who are just starting out on a goal. Previously, my, my podcasts have been people who are doing things that others long to do, and they've already mastered something. But this particular series is going to be a little different. So, so I think we're going to have to do some follow-up in the future. 
Um, so, okay, you think nine months is what? Uh, yes, that'll okay. be a year of learning, and I think uh, I'll have something to do to show you at that point. So what songs are you working on right now? Well, I was uh, trying to put together Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I can do Can Can. That's mm -hmm. one of my assignments, and I can do it pretty well. But I think Hallelujah, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah mm -hmm. would be mm -hmm. a much prettier song to play for everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, and who do you like listening to? Well, I've just started listening to bluegrass, and I can't even remember the names of, I, I love country, and mm -hmm. I love country rock crossover. Mm -hmm. I always have. But bluegrass is really, really very beautiful in the primitive art sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, older, the older musicians are incredible, and so much a root. I mean, you hear so many of the melodies that are in rock songs now mm -hmm. in bluegrass. Mm -hmm. I also listen to Irish music, mm -hmm. traditional Irish music. There are a lot of songs about drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> but the really, the more romantic tunes, the ballads are, mm -hmm. are just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. uh, have you, did you watch the Ken Burns country music series? I haven't yet. You know, thanks for that reminder. <laughs> I'm looking for more binge watching. It's wonderful. And they have a lot on, on bluegrass. So I, I think you'll be, you'll be interested in that. Oh, wow. That's yeah. great advice. Yeah. So one of the things that a cello player told me long ago uh, was that everybody makes fun of viola players. Are you familiar with this? <laughs> well, they are, apparently there, there are like, hundreds of viola player jokes out there that that it's it's a thing to make fun of viola players uh, oh so, yes yes uh, which i I, I, I went searching too <laughs> we're sort of the uh, bastard stepchild yeah i think so <laughs> uh, so okay so what 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 viola player joke did you come up with i i'd like to dedicate this to my viola teacher jana moncrief who is an amazing teacher. I'm putting a plug in for her. Mm -hmm. And the joke is, what's the only thing a violinist does better than a violist? What's that? And the, and the answer is play the viola. <laughs> 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 and she is an amazing violinist. <laughs> and she just tars and feathers me every time I have a lesson. <laughs> so, so what... What advice do you have for, for people who are thinking about picking up an instrument or for any kind of new venture? Oh, gosh, I should probably put theater in there, too. Mm, there yes. are a lot of seniors who I know want to try acting mm -hmm. or other you know, aspects of theater. And I strongly suggest that they do that self-expression later on in our lives is also so, so important. But be it music, writing, writing poetry, whatever you choose, mm -hmm. um, just don't be afraid. I, I totally agree. Now, we, I introduced you as a theater artist, but we didn't talk about your career and, and, and that. So tell me a little bit more about the, the work you've done. Oh, well, that's a, it's a long story, but I'll make it very short. I studied theater. Well, I've been in theater from the time I was knee-high to a grasshopper. 
and that lets you know how old I am <laughs> using that quote. Um, I studied theater at Rutgers University for four years then because, you know, the close proximity to New York, there's no excuse. I went into New York and studied for three and a half more years, but I was not suited to theater as a profession. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't have the fiber, I guess, that it takes to mm -hmm. live the way you have to live in order to be a theater artist in New York. Mm -hmm. So I dropped it and always had the longing to get back to it and finally did up here in Keene. Mm -hmm. I did a little theater when I was still in New Jersey, but really started getting back into it in Keene. And as you know, the community, the theater community in Keene is just fantastic. It There's really is. That of talent that <laughs> you're as challenged here as you are in New York. Let me put it that way. <laughs> uh, boy, has it really uh, improved my life. Mm -hmm. The people that I've gotten to know, the wonderful, wonderful people. The, the, actually, you know, the whole art community up here in Keene is spectacular. Mm -hmm. um, very alive. Uh, and I know we'll all get through this and regroup and, oh, all the shows that have been canceled because um, of this damn mm. thing. It's heartbreaking yeah. because the work that goes in, as you know, the work that goes into a production is immense. Mm -hmm. And to have everything called off, particularly yeah. the service that we're ready to go up, yeah. is, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, it really is. Did so you have my, any that you, were, that you were working on recently? Well, I'm involved in um, Actors Theatre Playhouse, and this year was particularly interesting for me because I had a 10-minute play that was going to mm. go up mm. um, during their festival, and I was scheduled to direct a 10-minute play, mm. and now we're on hold. Uh, mm. I don't know whether it'll happen this year. I think we'll move it to next year if it doesn't happen this year. I haven't talked with the artistic director yet about what's going on there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, uh, I had a huge commitment to that, and it's hard even here in Keene to get your plays produced. I've been lucky a few times um, with the Edge Ensemble. Mm -hmm. Kim Dupuy was kind enough to to include me in one of her 10 minute programs, but you know, keep going. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's lots to do. I'm drawing right now. Wow. Uh, yeah, I've always been a sketch artist. I wouldn't uh -huh. call myself an artist. I grew up in a family of artists, so it's always been a part of my life. So that's another thing that I've been able to indulge myself in. I'm hoping that we can do art walk you know, when oh, things yeah. start warming up, mm -hmm. I don't know whether that's going to be postponed. Mm -hmm. I was hoping to take part in that up in, you know, on Main Street in Keene. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, everything's on hold. Will you send me one of your sketches so that I can put that in the show notes since you won't play oh, your sure. viola for me? Let me. <laughs> <laughs> You're very funny. Yeah, that I, that I can do. Anything that you'd like to say in conclusion? I just want to wish everybody well during this really challenging time. I pray every morning, hoping that our leadership can come together and that we can find ways to support Cheshire Medical Center, because uh, we know it's coming. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have, I think we have one case here uh, in Cheshire County mm -hmm. at Cheshire Medical. 
but um, I think we know it's coming and the supply chain for their equipment is broken. I'm making masks after mm-hmm. I get off the, the podcast with you. I'm going to go down and, and do my bit for making masks. So I think that sums it up. That was well said. I thank you for your, for your, your service and, and for your good wishes. So my thanks to budding bluegrass superstar Carrie Kidd. Uh, when she and her sister produce their first album, we'll have them back on. Uh, I invite everyone to tell me what you've always wanted to try and how you're making the most of this found time. Also, please take a moment to fill out the brief survey I have so I can find out more about you. You'll find it at lizsumner.com survey. I'm Liz Sumner reminding you to be bold, stay safe, and thanks for listening. Thank you.